Hello again and welcome to another episode of Consciously Blooming with your host, myself, Natalie Green. I'm so excited to be here again today just to kick things off with the new usual, which is what I'm into and what I'm up to. Currently, what I'm into is trying to get those steps in daily. I'm sure everyone's heard on a hot girl walk, you were supposed to try to get 10,000 steps per day and today finally met that goal. (laughs) Usually it's only around 7,000 or 8,000 but that is the goal to at least get 8,000 steps a day and it's honestly been really good. It makes me feel good, it makes me feel energized and I've got time to slip in a podcast so I really enjoy that and my dog is definitely loving that. But something that I've been up to is hiking. So my boyfriend and I have been trying to go hiking at least once a month. We've been doing a pretty good job of going more than once a month, but that's what we did today, and that's definitely how I racked up all of those steps. But it was extremely pleasant. The weather was very chilly and rainy up here in Los Angeles, and we were up in the mountains, and everything was beautiful and green because we've been getting a ton of rain recently so the plants have been loving that and so have we jumping right into today's topic which is using social media in a positive light now this is obviously more relevant than any time just because everyone is on social media facebook instagram snapchat twitter tiktok etc everyone has at least one account on something there and i think that all of us probably frequent those social media platforms once if not multiple times a day Um, even for work now linkedin is basically just facebook for work so i know that everyone is at least checking one social media platform so i think it's important to kind of look at the positives and negatives of social media and kind of evaluate how you can use them to have a positive impact on your life as opposed to the negative impacts that can come from it. So I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about that today so that it could really start that dialogue with yourself, with your friends, or just something to reflect on. So first and foremost, let's go over some of the cons of social media. You may not know this, but social media creates a social validation feedback loop, which means that every time that we get a like or a comment on a photo, we get a little dopamine hit. Um, You know, you might have experienced this with TikTok where you can just endlessly scroll and it's these 30 second clips of videos and it's just hit after hit of dopamine because it's just so much energy really so much information in one short clip and you're just constantly getting something new and your brain is having to register something completely different from the previous video and that's over and over again well similarly if you post something on facebook and you're seeing those likes rack up you're getting a little dopamine hit you're like yay my friends and family like that photo kind of thing or like a comment and it makes you feel good about yourself which is awesome but these little dopamine hits can actually lead to addiction. There have actually been brain scans that show that people who are addicted to social media have similar brains to those with substance abuse and gambling addiction. That is really crazy, uh, something I definitely didn't know, and learning that was very shocking, honestly. It makes me want to really think about how long I'm spending on TikTok, and it's just 
it's really scary, honestly. So I think that's something we should keep in mind um, when we're kind of mindlessly scrolling to maybe try and rein it in because, again, it's an addiction and no one wants to feel out of control like that, right? Another downside of social media is that it can lead to feelings of envy or jealousy, you know? I think that everyone can relate to seeing a photo of someone and just really feeling jealous of either where they are, what they're doing, what they're wearing, just anything. And it's, you know, we want to be in that position. So we might be jealous or envious and seeing others with more than what we have or whatever that more might mean. You know, it could be more friends. It could be more money. It could be more anything. And it's just not a great feeling. You know, you don't want to sit there and fester and think about what you don't have we want to have an abundant mindset we want to have a grateful mindset so having that negative energy and that negative those emotions really take take hold of us just because we see someone having something that we don't have isn't a positive influence on our lives or our well-being Lastly, I want to mention that information might not always be right. I'm not starting a conversation about what news platforms or whatever you're following. It's just more so, it doesn't even have to be about the news. It could be someone giving you false training information or false nutrition information or skincare nutrition, etc. So many things get taken out of context or people who don't have the proper credentials or giving out advice or anything online and you never know who might be unintentionally steering you the wrong way. So that will lead us to um, one of the tips that I will give later on on how to use social media positive light, Um, but we will get there in a moment. And again, I just wanted to focus on that it's really hard to discern on platforms like TikTok or Instagram who is actually credible and who has that knowledge and education to back up what they're saying to inform you correctly honestly they might not even be trying to mislead you there can be plenty of reasons why they are just telling you the wrong thing and they're not even meaning to now on a more positive note let's go over the good signs of social media one of the most notable of course the what I'm hoping is the original reason for creating social media platforms was that it allows for self-expression and connection with others who share our same interest. Now, this, of course, has gotten even better over time with all of the personalized advertising and recommendations that you get from Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, especially Pinterest. I love my Pinterest algorithm. I get things that are so up my alley that I didn't even know I was looking for, which a little spooky, but you know, I love to be able to see things that I would like and that they have been able to figure out that I would like based on the algorithm. So it is a great platform to express yourself and connect with others that you may have never known or may have never known existed, really. I mean, I follow friends and family on Facebook, but also I follow accounts that are quote, buy nothing Facebook pages. And those are just different platforms where people are giving away things for free that you might want, like lots of really fun little house goodies and stuff. And you can probably find one for your own community if that's something that interests you. I love buying secondhand, really pro um, sustainability. So that's a great way to connect with other people who are pro sustainability in your community and they can help furnish your house. So if you haven't already done that, I do recommend you check out Facebook there for 
that kind of stuff, especially if you're trying to furnish a new apartment or honestly, apparently even if you're looking for a new apartment, they have that. So that's pretty cool. Love that. But I've also found lots of fun activities on um, Instagram and on TikTok. I've gotten ads for like little markets and stuff. So I think that's really cool. I think it's done a really good job for those small businesses and also just entrepreneurs. So many um, jewelry brands and candle making and all kinds of really cool stuff that I would have never known about if I had not seen them on social media. So I think that's really awesome. That kind of goes into my next point, which is a positive of social media, and that is it can help us discover new activities or develop passions for things that we may have never even known existed. There are so many things that I've really gotten into because I've seen them on TikTok, and I was like, oh, I forgot that I love doing that. Like, I've really pursued my my baking, and I've gotten so much better since I've been watching TikToks, but also I've gotten a lot of really fun recipes, which I do think I'll start posting on the Instagram account. Um, that's consciously blooming ng and i it's just been really fun i've been trying out so many new cookie recipes and going out of my comfort zone because i found these cool videos of these girls or guys making cookies and i think wow that looks phenomenal i'm going to make it and then they can tag their recipe on their little website on their tiktok and so i love that but also i've gotten into knitting again <laughs> I sound like such a grandma, but like, hey, where are my 20-something-year-olds knitting? Love that. Made all my little girlfriends scarves this Christmas, so very fun. But there's so many things that you can you can learn about and really get into on social media and find your community of people who also do, enjoy doing that kind of stuff. So I love that, but it also helps us to share our passions with others like those people posting their baking videos or people posting their knitting and so many passion projects that you would have never known existed or you would have never been able to appreciate had they not posted them on social media and you not seen it so it really just brings an eye for other people's creativity and for allowing us to either share that passion with them and grow our own creativity with them or to really just appreciate from afar so it kind of hits the nail on both heads i guess you could say i'm actually not sure if that's an expression or if i just made it up <laughs> maybe someone can comment and tell me and let me know if i actually just made that expression up who knows could be a new consciously blooming saying <laughs> and lastly of course like i said it can be ex- inspiring and motivating the main thing that comes to mind is really fitness inspiration um there are so many girls and guys that i've seen on instagram or tiktok that have just been in wonderful shape and i'm like okay they look great i want to look how they look i'm going to check out their page and they've got really fun fitness ideas and eating ideas and and just cooking ideas and so it's really inspiring to see how they um became or got themselves to look how they wanted to look and it motivates me to kind of take those steps to make myself look how I want to look but also on like other platforms there will be creators talking about really going out there and chasing after what you want to do and you know I wanted to make a podcast and so here we are so I was very motivated by others other podcasts and other creators and so it really worked you know it can really help you take that next step because if they can do it why can't you do it Now I'll jump into the heart of the show, which is ways to use social media in a positive light. Number one, this one might be a little bit superficial. I don't know. It's up to you. All this is up to you, of course. But this one is something that I did that I'm glad I did. 
Um, I only follow people that make me feel good. So you're just really cleaning up your feed. Personally, I have purged so many accounts and people that have made me feel bad or negative about myself or that I'm just not really a huge fan of. Now, this might seem a little bit petty or childish, but it's your social media feed. And if if you're seeing someone that just makes you unhappy or makes you feel negative emotions, there's literally no reason to follow them. It's not being mean. It's not being rude. Unfollowing them, they're not going to, number one, they're not going to know. Number two, they're not checking to see if you follow them. They don't care. So you following them, if it only brings you negative emotions, unfollow them. There's no reason to have that there. And even if it's not a person, if it's a page, sometimes there are news pages that I followed that were just so much negativity. And I know there are a ton of terrible things going on in the world at all times, but you have to choose what you take in. You have to choose the information you take in every day. There's only 24 hours a day, most likely 12 that you're awake, and you don't want to be taking in all of that negative energy in all day, every day. It just really takes a toll on you mentally and physically, and it's not worth it. So there's really no reason to have those emotions brought up if you're following someone who makes you unhappy, unless you're seeing them in a positive way that helps to motivate you. If there's a guy or girl you follow on Instagram, and you're like, ugh, she is just so in like amazing shape and she's going to the coolest places like how does she afford those clothes how does he afford those clothes xyz okay if that motivates you and you're thinking okay i want to be like that i can do that i can be her i can figure that out reach out to her or him ask them how they got there ask them what they're doing ask them how they're seeing that success and just really you're spinning that those negative emotions into positive emotions and you're taking a negative outlook and making it a positive one so unless you're willing to take this approach and ask them how they got there or do your own research and figure out how they got there unfollow them if you're just going to sit there and be upset about them and they're just going to make you feel bad just unfollow them it doesn't matter it really doesn't and similarly Remember that people are only posting their best moments, not the whole event. If you think about it, when you go on a trip, how much of it goes exactly how you planned? Not all of it, right? And you're definitely not posting the pictures from when, pardon my French, but uh, shit hit the fan, right? (laughs) You're not posting that. You're only posting the fun picture when you're on the beach sipping a Mai Tai, right? It's not when your your luggage got lost for three days and you had to buy clothes from the tourist gift shop on the resort. So take a moment and remember that, but also be happy for them. Be happy for the people who are posting those photos because they felt good in that photo or they had a good time in that moment and they wanted to share it with you. And after you clean up your feed, you're probably only following friends and family that you want to be following. So of course you want to be happy for them and feel kind of a vicarious joy by seeing them happy in that moment and that expression of just positive energy in the world and in their life so i think that it should really bring you joy if you have this kind of outlook on it and again if they're doing something that you're interested in doing ask them how they got there take the opportunity to connect with them or just reach out to that family or friend to 
figure out how they got there, what they did, how they're seeing that success, and really just take a moment to chat with someone that you care about. I think that's a really big, important factor of social media that we forget. It is connecting to the ones we love. So take that opportunity to connect with someone you maybe haven't talked to in a while that's clearly doing well, or just check in on them. Going back to the negative factor of Some people might be misleading you or might be giving you the wrong information unintentionally or intentionally. Do your own research. You never know if someone is right or wrong, really. You need to do your own research and collect the data and the information that is not necessarily what you are looking for. You don't want to only be looking for information that confirms what that person said. You want to get both sides to understand where their information might be coming from, and then come to your own conclusion. It's very much about how you want to interpret the situation and how you think, what you think the truth is, really. You have to come to your own conclusions and you have to do your own research. You cannot rely on others for every single bit of information. Health professionals, yes. The news, not necessarily. You know, do your own research, do your own fact-checking. This next one might be kind of annoying because I think I've heard every adult complain about this ever, and it is to stop recording every single moment. You should live in the moment, not behind the screen. And while that's kind of a pain to hear if you want to take a video or picture of something fun, I do agree to some extent. I have really tried to implement this in my life when I'm at concerts. Um, and events like that just because I have a tendency to think, oh, this is really awesome. I want to pull out my phone and record it so I can watch it later. I'm not going to watch it later. Never have, never will. No one else wants to see that video. There's no purpose in recording it aside from thinking that I will be able to relive this moment just by having it recorded on my phone. Instead of doing that now, I try and maybe record a small snippet that is maybe my favorite part or something like that, and then I put my phone away and just try to fully embrace the moment that I'm in, embrace all of the emotions I'm feeling, all of the senses, what I'm hearing, what I'm smelling, what I'm looking at, everything really. And I think that this has left me with more vivid memories of the occasion than looking back at the videos that I'm literally never going to look back at. That just never happens. (laughs) Even on my Snapchat memories, I just click right through the videos that are of concerts. I know I'm terrible, but I'm sure plenty of you can relate. If not, let me know. Let me know if you go back and look at the videos that you have recorded at concerts unless something crazy happens like the singer throws cake on everyone. Lastly, and I think this kind of goes hand in hand with mindfulness and really incorporating it in your whole day, is create balance. What I like to do is I don't look at my phone for the first 30 minutes when I wake up, and you shouldn't either. This helps avoid any negative feelings that might arise from something you see on social media or maybe a not-so-fun email from your boss or a client. This helps you avoid that for the first 30 minutes of your day, and it really sets the tone for how you are going to approach your day, and that is focusing on you and what makes you feel good. You take that time to only focus on your needs, both mental and and physical and I think it's just a really awesome way to start your day every day. On the opposite end of the day, turn off your phone or stop scrolling at least an hour before bed. I do this every night and it has completely changed how I sleep. I knock out. It's 
awesome so i think that that's really important and plus you're not supposed to be staring at blue light i believe before you go to bed some people do 30 minutes some people do an hour i do an hour and i think that that's really important because it just really helps your brain slow down and lastly limit your scrolling while eating this one i think is really interesting and i'm trying to implement not super successful yet definitely not successful at breakfast i always scroll on tiktok while i'm eating my morning oatmeal um but it helps you better focus on what you are doing and it actually leads to better digestion and that's because instead of just mindlessly eating while you're scrolling you are taking the moment to be there you are aware of what you're doing you're aware of how your body is feeling so you're not just eating and eating and eating you're eating until you're full because you're going to stop when you're full unless you're just scrolling and mindlessly putting in fork after fork and this also gives your eyes and brain a time to stop looking at a bright screen. Again, blue light, not great for us. So looking away for like that 10 minute lunch break that it honestly only takes you like 10 minutes to eat if you're not scrolling through your phone or answering emails or something like that. So just take that 10 minutes to just eat your food without looking into screen. I think that it would be really good for all of us and it's something I'm going to try to implement this week. I think this week I'm going to not scroll through tiktok as i eat my lunch every day and i'll come back with an update next week and we'll see how it goes now that is everything for today just to wrap it up if you notice that you're starting to spiral and create narratives or feeling negative about what you're seeing on your timeline consider going on a hiatus or maybe just delete the app off your phone for like a week see how things go and it honestly doesn't have to be a week just try some time away and I do recommend everyone clean up their feed. It has completely changed how I interact with my social media and it has really made me feel so much more positive. And yeah, just really do what you need to do. No one's feelings are going to be hurt if you unfollow them on Instagram. And just remember that. Make your mental health a priority at all times. Social media is not here to be a complete burden on you. It's for fun. And with that, I will shamelessly plug the podcast's social media accounts. That is Consciously Blooming NG on Instagram and Consciously Blooming with Natalie Green on Facebook. So please give those accounts a follow and likes on the posts and of course follow and like the podcasts and please leave some ratings and reviews i really want to know if you like how things are going and if there's anything you want to change or hear about please let me know because i'm always open to suggestions and i will end with a quote from brian solis and that is quote social media is about sociology and psychology more than technology end quote now that is all for this episode. I hope you have a wonderful week and keep consciously blooming into your best self.